everybody, and welcome to Listen Money Matters. It's not your salary that makes you rich, it's your spending habits. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and uh, what are you drinking? Just polishing off the second half. Um, it's, it's really just the final third, because I, I flow rather loosely yeah. through my massive wine-sized bombers. <laughs> but <laughs> uh-huh. I'm drinking a uh, Game of Thrones Royal Reserve. King in the North, King of the North, or in King the in the North, and that King in because the it's North. a barrel aged imperial stout. So you know that's. Uh, I mean, it's so good. The bottle is and it's frosted. Delicious. It's it's awesome. It is honestly. You know, there there are like stouts that you could drink and and it like tickles you. It's like oh, it's like this is so good. This is it's not like the most amazing stout ever, but it is a damn good stout which completely delivers on all expectations of what you would want it to be. Mm. Like what barrel is it aged in? Do you know? Does it say like the alcohol that was formerly in the barrel or like usually it's like a whiskey barrel or it could be tequila bourbon barrel, barrels. could be it, a rum barrel, bourbon uh, barrel. But not they don't give you the aged bourbon. For over 6 months in bourbon barrels, the beer is black all right, so as they don't, pitch. Um uh, and the uh the the little like description is a beer for Jon Snow, a rich, bold imperial mm-hmm. stout aged in bourbon barrels, dark, aromatic, and full-bodied. It's a fitting companion for a long, dark night. Ooh, nice. dragons, king of the north. <laughs> I have you have you had a pastry style? No, before? but I that would probably gain. I had fifty pounds in my waist. <laughs> I was going to drink one today. Uh, Weldworks has one that's in my fridge right now. That's called, it's a brownie batter Ooh, style. I love brownies. And it's made with fucking brownie. By the batter. way, do you have the tracking code for the Weldworks beer that you're sending to me? No, <laughs> oh don't. my God. Well, you should email I that. Did, to I me. didn't package it up yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll uh, send you that. I, I'm, you know, nothing special. Last episode, I was drinking my own stuff. I'm drinking mm. my own stuff now. It's a beer at six point. 0.4% New England IPA or hazy, juicy IPA, whatever you want to call it, that I've made. And it's my 19th batch, but I'm calling it High Fiving a Million Angels. Well, because it was a big change and it is very good. on the original recipe. Yeah, it's evolved. And it's the best one so far. So oh. it's the best beer I've I've made to date. And I um, will be making it again. All Citra Hops. Anyway. That's what I'm drinking. Our catchphrase today comes from Charles via email. Good. That's a good one, Charles. I like it. It's not your salary that makes you rich. It's your spending Mm. habits. So true. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Today we're talking about what do you do if you literally need money right this Mm. minute? Now, almost... I'm going to have to read the stat. I mean, it says stat for Matt to read, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna be cool about it, but now I'm not. Okay, almost half of Americans would not be able to come up with four hundred dollars to cover an emergency, and if that's not shocking enough, twenty five percent of those people earn more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. So even the people who are making quote unquote bank can't even produce four hundred dollars in an emergency. Right, that's almost unbelievable. In fact, 
I don't believe. No, it, I actually feel that it is so believable. It it is just shockingly bad because I know uh, people you who you know people make good money and they spend a little bit more can't. than good money. Wow, and they just can't produce four hundred dollars in cash. I mean, I, I have not gone that deep into the numbers with them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. usually the excuses you just you don't go like give me four hundred dollars right now they're like i can't you're like oh, <laughs> see that proved all right i just don't understand how somebody who who makes i want to i want to call out these 25 percent of people who earn a hundred thousand dollars a year how they can't come up with four hundred dollars it's super short-term thinking because you what you're, you're feeling like a baller you're buying all these things and uh-huh. no one thinks that, you know, I don't know, their car engine is going to die or something, you know, their fridge is going to break. You know, and no one really plans for that. Yeah. You know, it's it's I, an unfortunate I, thing. So you don't really, no one really even talks about it. But even if you're making that kind of money, hmm. you don't, you don't have that, like, that, I don't know, that twinge in your brain that's like, I should be stashing some of this away or i don't know like i I guess i i guess i understand it but the idea is there but you know what's a the buying the latest season of the profit on cnbc is a yeah it's a greater pull that's true it's not even that expensive well it's 24 dollars. was it how much was it i love marcus limonis i know you do i i turned you on to him you did and and my buddy um my buddy turned me on to him through Twitter, actually. Hmm. Yeah, my buddy Joel. You know, I think I was I was lying when I said Ray Dalio is my spirit animal. Really? You think Marcus mm. is? Oh, I love Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should get him on, dude. Oh, my God. If that was possible. Well, he follows me on Twitter, just like Barack Obama. <laughs> he does? I, yeah, I swear to God. He actually, I, we talked on Twitter. No, you didn't. No, I swear to God. Oh, my. Get him on. <laughs> Uh, all right all right i'll see what i can do i only I, he only follows me because i said i like the prophet so, mm. so just just go on twitter and be like i love the prophets my favorite show and he'll follow you probably all right i'll try we'll get him on anyway either way he, back to the subject at hand all right why let's all right so i want to unpack the causes for needing money right now mm-hmm. all right uh basically a sudden emergency we talked about getting in a car accident um some sort of like or you get stranded you know and you just all you have is your wallet you need cash the I time don't know. that your buddy Where, asks you if your refrigerator is running and then you're like oh my god it's not running so and then you need to buy yeah, a new refrigerator exactly. okay so i think that the need money now situation like not tomorrow uh-huh. like you need it like now okay right today you're yeah. you're basic you're in like the worst kind of situation all right so what's a realistic way for me to get Mm. if i'm broke i don't have four hundred dollars to my name how would i realistically go about doing that a safe way of going about doing okay so so let's let's like walk backwards because um okay let's i don't know how much you know you would pay a month to to your debt where it has essentially choked you but you can yeah Declare bankruptcy, and then you know obviously it's a pain in the ass, and it is the worst case situation ever. But then you don't have to pay that debt; your credit is destroyed. 
Sure, but I doesn't that doesn't give me four hundred dollars. Right, so we're kind of like backing into that, right? So, oh, okay. so that would reduce your All monthly right, payments to nothing aside from I don't know rent, yeah, whatever. We're you not have rec- a job. Sure. Would I? Do you ever recommend bankruptcy to anyone? No, I'm not, and I'm not recommend. I mean, I'm not recommending that, but I'm saying like that is the ultimate. And mm-hmm. what I want to do is I, I want to um, talk about like discharging the debt. Okay. Because, Getting rid of the debt. Yeah, because the because that's ultimately your problem. You think you think the problem that the people can't produce four hundred dollars today is because of debt related expenses. Okay, not being able to produce four hundred dollars is a cash flow problem, mm-hmm. and it is either because you don't have a job or because your expenses are too high. Are so yeah, are so and ridiculous, you know yeah. one way to fix that you're is, living beyond your means. Right. So it's, so one way to fix that is obviously to stop buying flat screen TVs every month or going out to eat or whatever the expenses are and the other one is to reduce your fixed expenses. All which, right. Well, we just had Ramit on and he talked about turning up my money dials. And I like flat screen TVs. I collect them. <laughs> okay. That's, that's so, a bad that's You got like, one for it's every wall. It's joy and, for me. <laughs> Fair. All right. Um, but you're right. So, so reducing debt is like number one. Right. You could get rid of all of it. You know, because because to be real, like when you need four hundred dollars and you are stressed beyond belief, you're yeah. not going out to eat because you're spending all your time trying to time trying to like figure out how to get this money. Yeah. So, what's all right? So, give me the ways to reduce this bankruptcy. You mentioned is is a is a way, mm-hmm. but worst case scenario right and so we don't think you should do that but right um this is something that you can allude to with the people who owe you money so Mm. you know if if it is your mortgage company they're gonna laugh at you and they're like no we're just actually gonna take your house okay and if if it's like an auto loan they're gonna laugh at you and they're just gonna take your car Right. right but if it is credit card debt if it's a personal loan um you could definitely negotiate it because they like if you owe them $10,000 and you gave them the choice between $5,000 or $0, they're always going to choose $5,000. Right. And that's they like want something. Right. And so, and so that's like the uh basic approach to doing this is like you're you're telling them that you're done. Like you you're basically you can't survive sure. and, and you force them to negotiate and you don't have to force them. They will negotiate with you. Right. And so that is sort of the alternative to bankruptcy is like you can negotiate your, what you owe back. Right. Because bankruptcy benefits nobody. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got? Well, also I want to, I want to <laughs> talk oh, about wanna, like oh, how okay. we, you do this. Uh, how do you do that? Right, so you like just, I'm sure you just call and you just say I can't. It's hardship or something like that, right? It's like a hardship yeah. clause. So um, they might not bite. I mean, they're certainly going to take it seriously, but you are going to have to convey hardship essentially. And yeah. so, the, like, here lies the thing: is so you have ten thousand dollars in debt. Let's just say as an arbitrary mm-hmm. number, right? Yeah. Um, the credit card company wants you to pay $10,000 and you want to pay $0. Sure. And so, Always. right. You know, and you would think that the the best meeting point would be, I'll pay $5,000. Mm-hmm. 
but that they're not going to let you do that unless you make a good improve. Yeah. And owning a bunch of flat screen TVs is not a good case. (laughs) Well, that is what it is because you, you have those TVs. Right. Um, and that, so whatever. And it's usually job loss is what, what hardship is. Cause I've, I've, I think I've kind of looked into this at Mm. one point in my life and they were like, do you have a job? I'm like, yes. They're like, sorry, then you can afford to pay us. And that's why I want to talk about negotiation Mm. because they will, of course, try and get you to pay all of it. That you are not the first person to have a hardship. Mm -hmm. They have a, a literally a manual that the people on the phone will read. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Often, the best approach is you just call them up and tell them that uh, you can't pay your bill. You're going to declare bankruptcy. Mm. Now, like you may have no intention of declaring bankruptcy, and you know I hope that you don't. But sure, but that's a way to negotiate it, right? Because it's like it's an ultimatum, basically. <laughs> yes, because they yeah. are going to push hard and they're going to play hard, and so you sure. need to basically convey that, like, you can't draw blood from a stone. Like, fine, I do have a job. I'm declaring bankruptcy. You're getting nothing tomorrow. Hmm. You know, but you need to basically convey that you have to declare bankruptcy, and then they will try and lighten the loads that you don't have to. Right. All right. That sounds normal. Mm. And then now it becomes like, oh, no, good. No, I don't know. Good. I mean, it becomes a game essentially between, you know, taking a thousand dollars off the $10,000 or 5,000. Yeah. And it's basically just, you know, being able to promise, Making a lump sum. Yeah. And again, it's just for non-asset based loans. Right. Right. Where it's like not based on, I mean, cause like that's what collateral is for some person because personal loans, there's collateral and that no, collateral so could most be your house. Personal loans, there are, there is not collateral. Right. So if you had a lending club loan and you're in over your head, you could just default on it. Right. Which would be bad for your credit. Right. I mean, or you can declare bankruptcy, and essentially they. Well, get that's nothing. the thing. Even if you do a hardship and and bankruptcy, like those are hits to your credit credit score for sure. Mm. Like you are taking that risk at the same time. It was it, it would be similar to me um, when I, you know, I I talked to a friend, and this is like, you know, this is during like when I wasn't on List of Money Matters, where he kind of was convincing me to walk away from my condo, mm. and said, "You're the stress of your life, like the stress that you're putting on your body." And your health is not worth paying this fucking bank back their money because you bought in 2000. Like the banks all screwed us in 2008. And here we and here you are left with the hardship of paying off this monstrosity that you don't want to pay off. And so go fuck them. But at the same time, my credit gets destroyed. Oh, and I have worked. And that's hard to come back from. I, I I already came back from it. Like I worked hard to get. You to, didn't to, walk away in default, though. No, no. But I was being convinced to, right, for my own health, right. And then, and then it was, well, what about a short sell? Like, what about that option? And so looked into that option. 
Turns out uh, I make enough money, obviously, to not where I won't qualify for a short sale. Uh, but even if I did, that's still a hit to your credit, a big hit, mm. because you are essentially it's essentially like negotiating to only pay a little bit instead of the whole amount back. So same thing. But I didn't want the house. Like, I'm like take it back. It'd be like, please repossess it. But just don't hit my credit. Just don't touch my credit. As if. Uh, yeah. They don't, they don't do that. Um, what else? Is there any other negotiate? There's anything else you can do to help with your, to like improve your credit situation, I guess, or improve your debt situation? I mean, you should negotiate with everyone Everybody. that you own unsecured debt with. Yeah. Even things like auto loans and stuff, you could actually uh, negotiate like payment plans and stuff because mm. cars lose a lot of value when you take them off the lot. Yeah. That said, if all of this <clears throat> sounds like the worst and something that you just don't want to deal with, you can't negotiate, whatever. Yeah. You could bring people in like National Debt Relief and there's like a slew of a million names and they will just do this on your behalf. And yeah. then you pay them uh, like a percentage of what they produce. Yeah. So if they, 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 I believe they, my brother did this. Yeah. They will probably get the max amount reduced, which is about 50%. I, you might have to pay them 10% of the reduction amount. Sure. So instead of having your loan reduced 50%, it's, redu it's reduced like 40%. What about, I have a friend that's going through this right now. And I don't know if we've talked about that this on the show, but he is kind of drowning in credit card debt right now. Mm. He, and he makes good money, but he's got credit card debt. And it's kind of like, I can't, I can't get ahead. And, and I would say that he's probably one of those people that producing maybe, and I shouldn't maybe put this in his mouth, but like he might have a hard time producing four or $500 in cash, mm. you know, because they're, you know, all the money's allocated to credit cards and what have you. Um, he's thinking about, you know, I think soon, uh, applying for a loan with a fixed interest rate. And then using that cash to pay off all of his credit cards and then just paying back that loan. I think that's an awesome idea. Um, let's take a break and let's dive into that specifically. Okay, let's do it. Take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. Mm. That was, that's pretty much the thought. And I kind of, personally, I'm sort of like, dude, just pay your fucking credit cards off. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just you're just you're just getting another loan like you're just getting another credit card to pay off other credit cards. And when does the cycle end? Right. But I understand if a credit card offer was like, hey, only five percent interest when you have these 20 percent interest credit cards over here. Like I can see the benefit of that, but you still have to go through that. And like the the, the, the problem or what, what like disturbs me. You know, and, and mm. so like uh, the the mathematic like strategy is like you would essentially refinance the debt, and we've talked about that a lot on the show. But you yeah. go to like some, that's, a, that's basically what you're doing, right? And you take this interest rate and payment that's based on a twenty percent plus thing, and you mm -hmm. convert it to you know ten percent or five, you know, or or much lower. And so it literally like in in refinancing your debt will give you extra cash a month to then put towards the debt and it'll give you breathing room. But the, the pause or the issue that I have, and it's like, I always am a little uncomfortable recommending it is that people may just use that additional line of credit to accrue more debt and then just become extra super screwed. 
yeah, you mean you'd have to be a real irresponsible asshole to do that, mm. right? Like that, like if you're going into a bank or any of these online, you know, lenders looking for a low interest loan to pay off credit card debt, and then your dumbass decides to, you know, instead use that money for a flat screen TV. I don't know. Mm. Like that's you're you went in with an intention and you just gave up that intention because it was like the the lore of shit, I got ten thousand dollars in cash. Let's go to Disney. And and I'll tell you what, like I actually don't believe that there are many of those people. Like I feel like there there are people no, I, who uh, yeah, I, fill I up agree. the credit card, then they take a personal loan with no intention of refinancing and probably fill that up to hit like yeah. complete capacity. Yeah. And then they're like they want help. But for the people who are going right. out to refinance, I think that they like truly need to ha- yeah, want the help. Yeah. And, 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 and they realize the that they're on a path to recovery. Sure. Yeah. Because look, everyone makes mistakes. Sure. But I I don't know. I'm I'm I am deter I am when he told me that I wanted to deter him from that. Mm. Because you didn't trust but, that he would be able to. No, see, no, that's the thing. I, 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 I do trust that he'll do it the way you know, like. But it's just like, but you could just pay off your. If I just, if you just follow the debt avalanche method, like you could just, you don't have to go apply for another loan. Perhaps get denied, hit your credit even more. You know, like I don't know what his situation is, or what the bank situation is, and where. Like, what if he goes in for a loan for ten to twenty thousand dollars, and they're like, <laughs> "No, uh, no, you have no assets. What the fuck? No. Mm. Why would we give you any money? Like, we, we just in good faith." And and so that's not, the thing is there. There's actually like a a whole slew of oh my god, my your cat is <laughs> walking right by your face. She's like jamming her butthole in my face. So so I the, wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you saw how unprofessionally we recorded this podcast, so. Uh, there's actually like a, a slew of options hmm. that you know take that into account, and so like try to like figure out honestly, truly, like what are the degrees of things you could step into, and so like you can mm-hmm. obviously go to your friends and family, but I imagine that is completely tapped out at this point because they've either seen how you treat your money and want no part in your stupid decisions, or you've already done that. Have you ever done that? Asked family for money yeah i mean maybe when i was in college you know yeah. i was like mom like i need to buy beer i mean books i need to buy books <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever done it i mean i've i've like lunch money in like high school you've never gotten your dad to buy you beer books <laughs> beer books uh no I don't know. Maybe I have. Maybe I've. Oh, I know. I've definitely borrowed money from my mom before. Mm. I just don't remember what it was for. But yeah. So yeah, you could do that for sure. Would you ever? Would you ever? If your friend came to you, a good friend, best friend, in some credit card debt. Would you ever give him money? I ten grand. I, ten to, grand. To be perfectly honest, I don't yeah. know that there is a situation that you can lay out to me, or I would do that. If you if you really? came to me and you are of my closest friends, I will yes. spend hours with you 
trying to me, solve me like or pick me you if that's, all, that's like, what i'm saying Andrew. if you came oh you are yeah if you came to me i would spend hours with you trying to solve the problem figure it yeah. out find options but i don't believe that I would give you a dollar because i that is i don't think that that will do anything right even if it's to get me out of dire straits and what if i what if i if had something a gambling terrible debt? happened to you and you were not yeah. being an irresponsible asshole then i, uh, I would consider it you know, uh, but okay. If you, I, I, I'm really considering the lots of circumstances. You p- got yourself into a situation. Sure. Like, what if I went on a like? What if I bet ten thousand dollars on a horse? As you mentioned, oh, earlier. I would definitely cover that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I, <laughs> but, but if I didn't pay the loan, uh, some guy with a, a seersucker and a mint julep was going to break my legs. Would you be like, oh, I'll just cover the debt so your legs don't get broken. I need you to do this podcast. I would be like, and Matt, I, you never walk anywhere. What difference yeah, does it what make? Do you need? what do you need the legs for? <laughs> I'd say default on the loan. Get those legs broken. Seriously. Then the, the, you know, you have health insurance, right? You're good. So, all right. So you, but you've never done it. And, but would do it if it was like a specific situation, meaning like it wasn't their inherent fault that they got into that If there was situation. something that wasn't their negligence. You sure. know, or it was something like that may involve an opportunity or whatever. I would absolutely sure. consider it. But if it was, yeah. you know, the result of asshole of, behavior, yeah, like dumb, dumb behavior, sure. Barking up the wrong tree. Okay, fair enough. So what else can you do? So you can borrow from your 401k. And if you have one, I mean, look, let's be honest. If you are, <laughs> if, you're, if you are making a hundred grand. And you are in. You can't produce four hundred bucks. Do you have? Do you even have a four hundred one k, bro? Mm, that's true, right? I don't know, but that is an asset. Clearly, you you're borrow. irresponsible with all money. So why, why, why? You probably don't listen to this podcast. You probably don't have a four hundred one k. We're trying to find you via Google searches. And <laughs> can you can you borrow from your parents' four hundred one k? Your parents can borrow from the four hundred one k and then give it to you. Sure. Um, Which is basically the same as borrowing from friends and family, and that—that's like literally that—that that should be like uh, el- elder abuse. <laughs> why? Wait, <laughs> what? How do you borrow, and and what's the benefit of doing that? So the interest rate's super low, and uh, it, because it's asset backed, it's backed by your four hundred one k. Sure. Um, there's no tax hits as a result. I, I literally bought my first apartment with a four hundred one k loan. I mean, part really? of the funding was yeah, and so. And we've got we got a lot of shit when we released the episode about that, about 401k loans. And the thing is, like, if you can be a responsible adult, you know, I think it's a great option. Mm. Because of the low interest rate. Insanely and low. It's essentially, interest. And it's essentially borrowing against yourself. Yeah. I mean, there are a few things that will be lower interest than that. Okay. What else we got? So then there's this. A constellation of names that you've probably heard of: Ernest, Credible, SoFi, yada yada yada, all, a million options, and they will give you fixed rate, variable rate loans that are of decent. Whoa, 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 whoa. fixed rate or variable rate, or yeah, or you could choose okay. oh, you with could with choose. any of them. You could choose, and yeah. so often the variable rate is a lower rate because that's the option going up. Sure, you know. You can get real fucked on that. Yeah, I mean that they they know how to play it. They've been this is yeah. not their first rodeo, but yeah. uh, you're gonna get uh, of the, the most. You, the, aside from your 401k, these will be the most competitive rates that you can get going to these loan companies. But um, you will need to have a reasonable way to show that you're not completely tapped out on credit. 
Like if you okay. are maxed to the gills with debt, none of these companies will bite. Right. But it now but it will be the cheapest option if you have a space. Now, where does this where where do like your bank falls in this stream of like where does that go? Like I I have uh Chase Bank. I could walk to a Chase mm. Bank. Like in where in the hierarchy does that fall for me to go like give me a personal loan, guys? I <laughs> I think they give you one of the lollipops they have in the branches and they're and like does this count? They'll say like sir, <laughs> can you just go across the street and ask them? Yeah. Um all right. So just your banks is not a good you're you're not going to it's it and the thing is like if you need money now you're certainly not going to do that. Like if you All need right. money now in 30 days from now then sure. Okay. Understood. So you got the And I guess the operative word with these like earnest credible sofi and all all the links will be whatever is like yeah. you will get it. You will, you will get your money very very quickly provided you pass their their basic checks. And it's a safe. Yes. This is this is safe. This is the highest tier loans, I think, beyond the interest-free ones from friends and family and uh-huh. like things Your like a 401 401k one. and maybe like a HELOC or something like which is a home equity line of credit. Yeah. Hmm. Understood. All right. What else is there? So after these guys, which do a, mm-hmm. a great job, I think there is what are they what's the category they're in? What are they just what personal what are they oper- personal loan? Hmm. Okay. Online personal loan companies that not even online. They're just like personal loan. Like, okay. Um, after this, I would say lending club and mm. really, uh, if you can't get a loan on lending club, your shit is bad. Your shit is real really? bad because their interest rates will go up to about 15%. They people get funded really quickly so this is crowdsourced loans so like matt me and you could like literally fund someone else's refinance loan like a kickstarter right but we would earn the interest instead of a bank and so it's like collectively right and so the question becomes what is the appetite of matt Givanisi for taking on someone's risk and it turns out when you pull the whole internet in there it's because it's not like earnest or credible deciding it's like people deciding and yeah. so incredibly risky things get taken on and so you should have no problem getting a loan there but the rate will be commiserate with how shitty your debt is so it'll be yeah. likely higher yeah is there anything else yeah there's like i want to say like two more levels so there's so you're, you're you're telling me in the order of like difficulty to interest rate sort of you know what I mean? Like, is that what you're telling the, me? Yeah. These, this is the order of who you would reach out to first. Yeah. The hierarchy. Right. Friends and family first. <laughs> no interest. Pay it back. Be cool. Your 401k, a company like Ernest Credible or SoFi, Lending Club after that. Mm. And and then what else? So now they're, so um, there's, there are these companies. Uh, they are not uh, payday loans and their rates maybe cap at like 20%. So they wind up still falling below credit card rates. So better yeah, than putting... But, but pretty high, though. So high. I mean, they can be low, but people are often not reaching out to them until they're really messed up. Sure. But the thing is, it's still better rates than credit cards. And okay, really just two that I would even say are worth looking at. And it's Lightstream. Which is a really, mm-hmm. which is a, the biggest one, and then a, a slightly smaller one is Rocket Loans. 
Um, Wait, the Rocket Loans one I think I've seen commercials for. Is that like Rocket Mortgage? Is the same? No. Oh, there's different. Yeah, they're they're different. Uh, Rocket Mortgage is through uh, Quicken. Yeah, and that's like high quality shit. Like you probably won't, and that's more for like homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay. And these are ones where they know you're in really bad place, uh, mm. but not as punitive as a credit card. And then finally would be. I wouldn't even I won't even say payday loans, but there is this company called Op Loans mm-hmm. that is like OP loans. Yeah, I think it's OP or OPP loans, and their interest rates go up to I want to say ninety nine percent. Holy shit! Which is t- like I, basically a payday loan. But the thing is, payday which loans know, is like know, you know like six hundred plus percent. So yeah, right, you right. know. When compared to the devil himself, I mean, but payday loans, we're talking about like a couple hundred dollar, you know, a thousand dollar loan. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about, you know. So. Oh, boy. There is one other place, though. Where? That is not on your list. Tell me. That I've I've seen somebody, one of my friends back from high school did it recently on Facebook. A GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> oh, y- yeah. I, dude, I'm not kidding. My buddy... He posted up on Facebook that he needed a thousand dollars to pay off credit cards, and he was in dire straits. And he got that shit funded. No way! I swear to God. Wow. I mean, I gave him the thousand. No, I mean, <laughs> it's like he did. No, he did. I mean, I'm sure it was like I don't know how fast. I mean, it seemed like it because it happened, and I watched it, and I was like, oh man, that's so sad. Mm. And then it was like I got funded. I was like, that's so awesome. But. I wonder if somebody just gave him a thousand bucks or he, it was a collection of people. I don't know the, I don't know where the source was, but yeah, it, it can be done. So I know, if you're, honest. I know things get funded on there that are like terrible things or whatever, sure. like that, that are out of people's control. Debt is within your control. And if yeah. you successfully launch a, a GoFundMe campaign, the amount of marketing effort that you have to do to make that <laughs> successful. If you only put a fraction of that towards, like, I don't know, growing a business or something, yeah, you'd be, <laughs> it'd be worth far more than the, yeah. And imagine a guy making a hundred thousand dollars, or anybody making like a hundred thousand dollars a year, and they're like, "I can't pay my credit cards, go fund me." Yeah. You're like, dude, I know what you do for a living. Yeah, it's like you're just irresponsible. Yeah. So, all right. Before we close this out. Mm. Let's just talk about like we we talked about really like debt and obviously debt being the the primary reason you probably can't produce cash for an emergency. Mm. But let's say fuck that. Let's say like all right, fine. You have debt or it's all paid off and you still can't produce cash. Like what are like let's just do a real quick lightning round ways to get cash fast. I think, you know, a GoFundMe is also one. That's a killer one. I did not think <laughs> it's like, like I want to buy a wallpaper television. Go fund. <laughs> um, there I, in Hoboken, there's like 50 some on thousand people and there are a ton of dogs and they all need mm-hmm. to be walked during the day. Walk dogs. Yeah. Like that is, yeah, it's a very lucrative yeah. business. It could be. Um, I know that I tell people a lot to do freelance writing. Mm. I, I'm like, dude, you're not a write. All right. There's tons of people on the internet that need writers. 
People don't understand that small businesses like ours, and there's a ton that are not even like ours, they need help with yeah. things that m- most anyone can do. Yep. And I and I've I've turned friends on to that mm. where they're literally doing that for a living now. But because I was like, you want to make side money? Do this. I'll, you know. A lot of it is far better than side money. Yeah. Um I used to sell shit on eBay. You did. Mm-hmm. What'd you sell? Just I, you know, like when I first got my credit card, I bought all this dumb goofy shit from like Target and Walmart and just like, you know, like I I wanted to get into golf one time. <laughs> and I bought one of those machines where you put a golf ball into it and it like pops it back out at you so you can practice. Sold it on eBay. Sold a bunch of shit on eBay. <laughs> that just sounds super dumb. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Laura goes to thrift stores and buys clothes for like a dollar, two dollars, and then just sells them online for like twenty. Still does. Um, she is now like trying to zero out her closet, so uh-huh. Deals are a plenty, and she's like pushing them out. Are you are you doing like the Marie Kondo thing? So um, separate, but like we have been since that show changed the way that we fold our sheets. Really, <laughs> we do it in thirds now. You know, um, how do you? Th- okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, we have like a, we have like books or this or that or just stupid things yeah. that are sitting around the house, and we're just selling them. We keep getting emails whether it was through spotify or g suite with google to get free mm-hmm. google homes oh yeah and so we always accept it and then we just sell yeah. it oh really yeah. i just got a google home hmm. I, I hooked it up for two seconds i was like fuck this thing and i threw it away <laughs> i didn't throw it away but i just like threw it in the drawer sell it dude because it all right maybe i will I'm trying to think of another reason to use it, but I can't. I mean, it just didn't, it wouldn't stay connected to our Bluetooth speaker. So I was done. The, the first one, it's its own speaker. And the first one that we got, we, we kept because it really what we do is right before we walk out of the house, we're like, hey, Google, what's the weather? Yeah. And then it tells us. So I know if to wear You still got the window for that? Well, but I don't know if it's like cold. I have to open yeah. an app and, you know, it's so it's easy. Or uh, we just set timers when we're cooking. Yeah. That's what I have. I have a, not a Siri with Alexa, Mm. but she stays connected to my Bluetooth speaker and I don't want to buy a whole new Bluetooth speaker just because the Google home won't stay connected. So I was just like, I got fed up with it yesterday. I was like, God damn it. And I just threw the, (laughs) I threw it like in the bin. I was like, we're hooking back up Alexa. Anyway, sell, sell garbage shit in your house or just, yeah. Anything else you can do? Um, you could drive for Uber or Lyft. I mean, Uh, yeah, there is money made there. Although I think it is diminishing at best. Hmm. Um, I mean, there's people that make their business off of teaching other people how to drive for a living. Yeah, it's far more lucrative to teach that <laughs> than oh, yeah. uh, to drive. Well, it's yeah, it's like in the gold rush, the people who made money were the ones who sold shovels. Mm, that's right. Love that. I love that. Right, and which is why know, whole idea we are trying to cultivate the best shovel. Yeah. <laughs> right, we got to build the build the greatest shovel of all time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the handle leather. Yeah. Ooh. Easy on the hands. No more blisters <laughs> for you prospectors out there. Uh, anything else before we go? That's all, man. All right. Well, if you missed anything, we'll have everything in the show notes. You can either check your preferred podcast app or you can visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. And please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us. And hopefully they'll become a subscriber. 
we we would love uh the big the family to get bigger of subscribers mm. that would be awesome and if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover on future episodes of the show please for the love of god email us listen money matters at gmail.com all the tools and resources that we normally mention on this show are available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. And we mentioned quite a few in this one. And the speaking of which, you, I want to I want to point this out. You don't have this written down, but um, if you look for looking for cash in general, you have an article on your website. Yeah. Teaching people how to get making money. Yeah. You know what you know what the URL is? Which which article are you talking about? I think of the passive income article. Ah. So if you go to listenmoneymatters.com, you know, we'll link to it in the show notes, but it's yeah, there you or go. just Google passive income. We wind up and ranking in like the top one or two spots. So there you go. So uh, if you're looking for money, if this is episode was like, oh, I need this. Um, or you're just looking for some extra side cash or whatever. Um, all of these things are available. So uh, you can also, again, I just to mention again, listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox for all the things that we mentioned, including SoFi's in there, I believe, mm. right? And, yeah, Earnest, credible, the whole slew of everything. The whole shebang a bang. All right, that's it. Later, Andrew. Later, dude. Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>